1: Chance Elliott must remain perfect. This is for all the marbles here at Watkins Glen. 23-year-old from Dawsonville got his first win at this racetrack. He's going to win again.
2: Pull the whole party at the Dawson Boom Pool. <laughs> i Chase Elliott
0: wins
2: Second straight year won one at Watkins Glen. Welcome to NASCAR America. Kyle Petty, Steve Latar, myself, Jeff Burton. What would you guys think about the Glen? I, I enjoyed it. I,
3: I thought it was a, a great race all the way through. I mean, we there was some strategy. You didn't know what was going to happen. You saw the 18 car have issues. You saw a couple of different guys have issues early on that you thought were going to be contenders, thought were going to be up there. Uh, but Chase Elliott put on an exhibition yesterday on how to get around that racetrack, 80 laps, 90 laps uh, the proper way.
1: Well, I mean, we're going to talk about the race for the entire show, but before the race even started, bravo to Watkins Glen. Once again, the atmosphere was outstanding. The campers were everywhere. Someone said 23,000 campers. I tried to count them all from the booth. I lost count. They're everywhere. (laughs) Another sellout. Uh. And, and, you know, nothing makes a sporting event better than a sellout. And it was a sellout. The seats were full. The weather was great. And then you top all that off with some of the best racing we've seen. That's my yeah. kind of week. You think the siren, that's not like at 6 a.m. at the pool room, is it? Like, surely they let him no, get the, like, No, Not after that was he wins the race. They don't get up at 6 a.m. I was going sure <laughs> it's 6 a.m. That that a, after okay. he wins the okay. race. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were, you, we saw them in party mode at the Bull Hall. They yeah. were party mode at Watkins Glen from the time we rolled yeah. out there. Yeah, from the that time we got time. there. And, uh, great. I just thought it was an amazing expedi- expedition of how good both of those guys are. Like, they, you know... You know, I heard some, I heard some people talking after the race. Well the cars make so much down for us this well you do it. Yeah. There, that's right. They were a second faster yeah. than the field. And everybody. everybody faster yeah. than the field. So, you know, that was amazing. To me, it was amazing that they could both go that fast without making mistakes. And with that much pressure on the line, yeah. it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. And
3: you and you know, we we were talking about before. When you ask about an oval, is it harder on an oval yeah. when somebody's dogging you like that or a road course? And and look. I hit the curb coming through the S's one time with Earnhardt on my tail and re- crashed all of us through there. So it is harder when somebody's right <laughs> on your tail. But it, but you look at it and you say, okay, seven turns. I've got to hit my mark every time. I've got to brake. I've got to shift. I've got to hit my mark. I've got to accelerate. I've got to put my car in position to keep that guy behind me. Chase did that. But every lap that Chase did it, Truex was there ready to pounce if anything did happen, which two drivers... In each other's tracks for that long is pretty impressive.
1: Well, and I'll take the performance even one step further than the driver. You know, Chase Elliott went on to lead 80 laps yeah. out of a 90-lap race. And you, you don't do that no. just as a great race car driver, second most all-time to Tony Stewart. And what I mean by that is in a race where everybody talks whole oh, strategy and stages and points and how are you going to do it, Alan Gustafson had a plan. He stuck to his plan. It was so simple. It looked easy. It was anything but easy, yeah. but it was efficient. We're going to stop twice. The pit crew on the backwards pit road, the pit stops we saw, they almost look like practice. Yeah. And no panic, no anything. My my point is this entire team, and it really started when the garage opened Friday morning. We had this conversation. I know he won there last year. And I said, well, does it matter where you get your first win? He went out in second practice. And he was fastest by seven-tenths of a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's not the NASCAR version of a mic drive, hey, if y'all looking for me, I'm going to be in the holler until qualifying because I'm the fastest thing here. And then to back it up, it was impressive with a bullseye on him.
3: Yeah. But, I, but I'll say it, it's tough also, and you know this. He's come off, what, five or six, a month and a half. Oh, he said yeah. it was the, the month of bad races, <laughs> then it went to the month and a half of bad races. It's tough for a team and a driver and an organization to all of a sudden flip that switch and say, we're on, and still perform at that level. But you're right, that pit crew performed at that level like they had been racing for wins the last yeah. six weeks. Like they had been in that position every week. They rose to the occasion.
2: Well let's let's go back and and relive the the battle with yeah. with, with True X and Chase Elliott, because it was I thought it was an epic battle. Yes it was.
1: Coming up on 25 to go. Green flag back in the air. Hammer down. Good 4 Got to find a way around this time The 19 is coming. He's getting more aggressive, closing the gap on the 9. Martin Truex Jr. looming large in the rearview mirror of Chase Elliott. Give it one hell of
0: a shot, buddy. It's just you and him today.
1: Chase Elliott's running for his life right now. Martin Truex Jr. has the wick turned up.
0: A white flag. Hit all your boxes. stay nice and smooth. Go get it, the students. Crowd on their feet here. at the Glen, separation one car link, but it's going to be Chase Elliott. He's going to do it again. Go, boys,
2: let's go! Great job, gentlemen. Yeah, buddy. What a day, man! Such a fast Napa Camaro, and, and these guys called a great race. Uh, just stayed mistake-free, and Martin was a little quicker. I felt like those last two runs, uh, but the track position was king, and and uh, didn't mess up into one this time. So that was good.
0: All right, guys. Oh man, I'm sorry. It was like watching replay. Yeah, i tried to do all i could you know chase uh he did an excellent job and um you know just not making mistakes and really all i could do is get to you know two car lengths at one and a half at the closest and braking. and you know our best pro camry was was really really fast today i mean we passed quite a few cars there that were fast and finished up front just uh, couldn't pass that last one well it's certainly a classic
2: battle between elliot and truex check this out battle with the Glen. elliot the fifth driver with consecutive wins at Watkins Glen, only the fifth driver to do that truex junior fifth top two finish in the last six road races <laughs> yeah. and he got wrecked on the last yeah. lap as a, as a leader coming yeah, to one right. of those elliot truex ran one and two for 51 and races 90 laps i mean it was
1: they just had the field covered so we talked about you know you mentioned the downforce and the balance and all of these things let's, let's talk about this there's seven corners not counting the bus stop they shift nine times a lap that's depending on green flag laps 750 to 800 shifts yeah one miss shift. And I don't even miss like you get it wrong. Yeah. You just don't match the RPM, yeah. you wheel hop Because I am convinced whichever one of those cars had the lead was going to control the race. They weren't yeah. going to shake the other yeah. one. I didn't think the 19 was a little better. I'm not sure he, if he would have drove away from yeah. the 19, but I think or the 9, I think he could have held the lead. And I think they both knew it. They yeah. raced that race almost from lap one, knowing this is the person I'm trying to beat. And to do it, I have to control the race.
3: Yeah, it... You've got to say, though, and you're right, they had to control the race. And, and you could have taken them at any given time and done this, and we would have been in the same place. But I, I think you, Chase Elliott had that last year, that first corner on his mind. He brought it he up. Said he said it did. after the he race. it, it up. was there. <laughs> yeah. So you know every yeah. lap he went there, got to make this corner, got to make this corner, got to make this corner. That's impressive to have that in your head well, still Because well, that it.
1: corner has yeah. gotten Tony Stewart. Oh. It's gotten Jeff Gordon. It's gotten everybody. right how downhill it is.
2: Yeah. That's why
3: it's so hard.
1: Yes. Right.
2: It, 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 so, so, listen, for, for you guys at home watching, so, to run well on a road course, the only way to run well and run this fast is to attack. You have to drive in the corner as deep as you possibly can every single lap. There's so much speed to be made up. So here's Chase Elliott on the last lap, right? He can't just cruise into the no. loop here. No. He's got to find his mark, drive it to that point, hit his downshifts right. right. And it is, you're, it is managed chaos right here. That's the best way to say it. Full throttle, tires off the ground. I mean, this is hard to do, and I, they made it look easy. And it, so it's hard to appreciate how hard it is because these two made it look easy. But look around. There's no one else in the shot. <laughs> yeah, There's right. nobody else in the Anywhere. picture. Why? That's exactly Why right. was there no one else in the shot, <laughs> right. right? Because yeah. these two were that much yeah. better than everybody yeah.
1: else. So so we're going to talk about the turning point later in the show because there were some opportunities throughout the day that I think this position could have swapped. Yeah. But I think the big one, the bullseye, the one that really took my breath away, was the final restart when these two were on the yeah. front row. When you go back, I think it was about 25 laps to go. And we know the acceleration is important. And yeah. I want to talk about turn one and two, and they're going to beat and bang. But you do not do what these two are getting ready no. to do up through the S's. And you absolutely cannot do what Chase Elliott does. This is turn two. No big deal. Chase has the inside. 19 holes strong, but look at Chase Elliott turn three on the outside, wide open through the S's. That pass doesn't happen. That's that's not how you run walks again. That moment was Chase Elliott <laughs> saying, This is my race. Yeah, well,
2: actually, Denny Hammond was
1: saying, It's my race, yeah. it's my race. <laughs>
2: right? Because they're going to wreck. Yeah. There's no way those yeah. two, if I can miss this wreck, I'm going to win this race. So, you know, I I, I was sitting there watching, like, Oh, no, I, I mean, I, I couldn't believe. That Chase was able to make that run yeah. back, and that they didn't make contact, and they weren't spinning up through the S's, You're right, like that you just don't see happen. No, no. And-
3: especially uh, you know as as they make the first turn, and 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 Chase has the preferred line, and Truex is on the outside. But we see people out there a lot. Yeah. We see people lapping cars and out there a lot. Rarely, that may be the only one on on that we have on camera all day long, is somebody getting hung on the other side where Chase yes. was out there. It's dirty. It's there's stay dry, there's tire rubber, there's so much trash out there. He made it stick. Um, and that's the, that's the only time we saw either Truex and, and, um, and Chase team up together and play defense on Denny. That's, that's the only time was not to let him back in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a 60-foot climb up the S's. It's 130, 40, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. You're gaining speed as you go up the S's, as close <laughs> to wide open as you get. And, and that outside, I mean, like you said, turn two, we have seen yeah. that. I watched yeah. 90 laps of the race. Yeah. You, too wide through here, that happens. That and happens. Someone lifts. Happens. Right here, right someone here. lifts. And Truex gets such a good run, I thought he has him. And this right here, I, you, you know, it's two things. It's not only magnificent by Chase Elliott, but it's really magnificent by the two of them. Yes. Because, you know, I remember a day that Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon shoved each other in the garage after because they hit the armco right there because they couldn't yeah. make it through their two yeah. wide. Well, to be fair, Truex
2: prevented the wreck. Yeah. yeah. Right, I mean, uh, Truex, uh, Chase shoved it in there, and Truex had a decision to make, right? He could stay in the throttle or not. Yeah. Have he, had he stay in the throttle, there's contact, and around they both go, and there's the entire field coming up the hill, and we have one of those wrecks where there's just nowhere to go. Yeah. So, you know, it was aggression, but also smart driving at the same time. And that's what you would – you know, honestly – with those two guys you know that's what you expect right both of those guys are yeah. smart drivers they're aggressive drivers they're going to give 100 percent they're typically not going to step yeah. over their bounds and get themselves in trouble too often but when there's a race on the line a race win on the line yeah. especially with what chase yeah. elliott and let's chase elliott you know i think three of the last six races not counting sunday dnfs and then martin truex jr you know he did not like getting beat last no. year right i'm the road course <laughs> king, yes that's right? right you know that's, that's right. his thought and he's like wanting to
1: redeem himself yeah i have to ask myself as impressive as this one for the nine, you know, how far can the momentum take them? And momentum's real. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Talladega, I know they won Talladega, but there's something about Talladega that why everybody wants to win, it's hard to take that momentum, I think, other places because there's so many reasons why it won't work and yeah. why Watkins Glen is still very different and it's a road course. Uh, The difference is you were going against who I think you're going to have. Like, fast in practice was the 18, the 19. The championship-type contenders is my point. So you showed up. Even though the track is different, the contenders were the ones in that championship conversation. So Ken Chase, will this be something that motivates this nine or carries this nine off into the playoffs? Listen, and and Jeff read the
3: stat. He's finished first or second in the top two, five out of the last six. True course, True X. Yeah. When you're Chase Elliott and you beat a guy with that record on a road course like that, yeah. that's momentum. Yeah. That's momentum. You carry that confidence because you beat the best there is in the business. So that momentum does carry to Michigan, does carry to the next couple of races.
2: So, so another thing that happened on, on Sunday that I thought was fascinating is Dale Jarrett proved that he could work his phone. Yes, he did. <laughs> the predictor <laughs> yes, did, app, yeah, right? Yeah, I, that right. was fascinating to me because he's not known to be he's technologically no, talented. Is no. that fair? Uh, that's, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. I love DJ. He's he a whole favorite, but technology is not his yeah, strong point. Yeah, he would point. concede that point. But the Predictor app this week was crazy. So this week, uh, the Predictor app, check this out. It was twenty grand on the line, right? There wasn't one winner. We had 18 winners this week. 18 guys picked this correctly. They'll each receive just over 1100 bucks.
1: Yeah. So, well so these guys, so let's review it. How do you play the predictor graph. You get a choice of four drivers for each of the three stages. You have to pick who finishes up front of those four. And then you have to pick the final three drivers in order. See, so, that's the so kicker. That's great, the kicker. It, it, look, it's great news to these fans. Unfortunately, the stat guy at NBC that makes those four drivers, I think he's in he's I think sweating it this morning. I hope he doesn't have to pay it. He's gonna have to make it a little bit tougher. You can't have eighteen. Hold on, minutes. he's yelling at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like, listen, go on and play it. It's a great app. Yes, he just is. showed us how to use it. Yeah. It's simple, it's fun. Um, I was all excited. I, I thought I did pretty good. Then when I heard eighteen guys got a perfect, I was like, well, yeah, no, I guess it wasn't that good. So back to ten grand this week. Yep, it's back back ten thousand dollars. And if
2: somebody don't win it this week, it'll go to twenty thousand. Yeah. Right? It just keeps adding up. So that's how it got to thirty and back to ten this week. So coming up today's shows. Uh, Timbers were flaring, guys, all on the racetrack. I think Kyle Busch made a few enemies during the race. Jimmy Johnson showed his displeasure with Ryan Blaney. We'll look take a look at what happened to those guys. And Chase Elliott talks about. His home track.
0: Kyle Bush in the
2: Toyota right there. That is William Byron. He's under attack as they head back at turn number
1: one. Out of line, rolling in. Bush makes the move, driver's right and spins! He spins midway through the 90. He got loose under you and spun, you're clear. Better off riding it out than we are pissed. We're okay here. Last time by, problems for William Byron at the bus stop. Did the
0: 18 hit yeah, four. up? Yeah, 10-4. Put a bumper twist on entry it's at the bus stop. Yeah, Tab, is this spotter up there? You see tell him to back the off. Push that nose in pretty good. Yep.
3: Yeah. Pretty sure I can see it from here. And if I see that AT come back around here without you knocking the f- out of him, we're going to have a problem.
0: We've got a
2: front nose damage. You hit him too hard. Hood is crumpled up. we got a car in the tire barrier, The 43 of Bubba Wallace.
0: What happened on the first incident? Was that just... you just run me f- over. Yeah. That's exactly what happened, so.
1: Bubba Wallace and Kyle Busch beating and banging down the front stretch. A big shot by Kyle Busch. Bubba Wallace says, I don't care, you're done. I'm sending you into turn one and listen. Bob Wallace might have become a fan favorite with that move.
0: Hands starting to hurt while the high fives are getting up here. Must be the name. Don't wreck that thing any more than it already is.
2: We need points. We need points.
0: Another 43 still gets the race. If I'd have done that, i had been parked. I don't care if I'm two years in a rookie stretch or what, but I'm going to get my respect on the track, and I don't care who it is. So that's uh, for one guy's failed fail to think uh, about the young guys, I guess, or with me. So um, I won't put up no yeah. So I flat out wrecked his ass back. So I won't be like, oh, it's Kyle Busch. You know, he didn't mean to.
2: Okay. We're going to need a longer show. We're going show. to have a whole episode just yes, on Kyle that Bush. Is. That <laughs> is. We're going to have to break down all the videos. <laughs> so, listen, I, I, you know, Kyle Busch had an, you know, the disappointing thing, I think, the biggest disappointing thing about Kyle Busch is he had a really fast race. Yes. Car yep. and yeah. And a, had a real shot to win this race. And he, I think he could have been in that battle and we could have had a three car battle yeah. for this, but all of these things that happened took him out of contention. Uh, so let's start with the first one. He and William Byron driving into turn one. This is on lap two, yeah. right? And uh, we, and, and, and uh, Kyle comes off turn two, turn one, and, and the car spins out. So right here, you know, they drive in the corner, and it just to me, in this angle, it looks like Kyle went to throttle up and just, just spun out. That's what it looks like on this angle. And this angle, he gets pitched off a little bit, but I still think there's enough yeah. room for him there. Just, to me, listen, it's it's racing. Like, you're going to have these things happen sometimes. To me,
3: this is turn one at Watkins Glen. Yes. It's turn one at Watkins Glen. That same move happened a thousand times. It's almost like Kyle got down in there, realized there wasn't enough room, and tried to stay off William and spun himself trying to stay off William. Uh, you know, what I mean? it's almost, it was self-induced. A lot of it looks self-induced, more so than Williams' fault.
1: Well, I thought it was normal turn one at Watkins Glen until they found each other again on the back straightaway. Yeah. And then it became very clear to me that yeah. Kyle Busch didn't agree. He didn't he didn't we didn't stop at right. the middle rates and ask him, but Kyle Busch, which I'm going to have to give Kyle Busch yeah. credit of the paybacks I've seen at Watkins Glen. Pretty smooth one right here. Yeah. You just send a guy off into the bus yeah. stop. It doesn't tear up his car, but that grass on the grill is going to really be a big problem for the 24 of William Byron. He did do a little damage to the nose of the 18, uh, which is going to hurt the 18, but... I mean, it's the fastest part of the racetrack. Right. And, and at that point, it became clear. I'll be honest. When I saw the 24 go through, I thought, oh, he just overdrove the yeah, bus he just overdrove it. Then I that's saw right. the replay, I'm like, we yeah. need to go back to lap two. Because I don't yeah. think Kyle Busch thought that was just a simple racing incident. He got some payback on the well, 24. Well, and, and that's what happens. When people are yeah. contesting a position, listen, William
2: didn't give him room. Like, yeah. William didn't say... It's your spot. But right? you're not going to give go. somebody in room on the he, second he, lap of a race he, either. Clearly, watching William, he, didn't, he was still racing. He yeah. had not conceded that spot. And Kyle clearly thought he should have conceded that spot. And here we have two guys
1: that are racing on lap two. A little early for that, but yeah. it did happen. Then, this is a new thing I think we're seeing in NASCAR. Then <laughs> the radio chatter starts to fire up between the driver and the crew chief. Yeah. And, and I personally have never had a driver or felt the need to fire my driver up for retaliation. I always thought it was yeah. my job. I was on top of the pit box. I had a cold drink of water to pull the, just pull the reins back. like It was to manage the, the, the chaos. And yeah. at some point, that chaos is, I don't know, come in we'll tape it up and try to get a 20th. A retaliation never seems to work good in race cars. I'm a better fan of, if you don't like them, go in the bus law and punch them in the nose. I know nobody may seem to like that, but it yeah. didn't tear up my race cars. That's right, it didn't so I was happy with that. Yeah. But William Byron then... Runs the 18 back down after I think it was after the uh, green and white checkered, and we, tries yeah. to give him a shot. But the 18, he's still playing check chess when the 24 is playing checkers because the 18. Watch the left front tire. Left front tire stops. Brake dust flies out of it. So the 18's looking in the
2: mirror and he's like, "Okay," and he yeah. slams on the brakes and check. look at the damage to <laughs> yeah. the 24 yeah. car. Yeah, I yeah. mean now they had right now. I mean honestly, the spin didn't really hurt the 18 that much. No, 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 no still no. had tons of speed. The, the, the grass the, on
1: the nose wasn't bad on the 24th because it, it, it was almost it had come X-ray. off? Yeah. And he yeah. bl- he lost one spot yeah, through right, it. Right, right, right,
2: right. So now we've made everything worse. Yeah, yeah. We've taken we've taken a situation where you have two drivers that are mad at each other, and we've made it worse. And that's not the goal here. Right. William Byron did not have enough points to be doing mm. this. Mm-mm. And so, listen. I, here's what I here's what I didn't like. I didn't like. Jim Chad Knauss is a seven-time champion right and he's won more championships than I ever thought about winning and right. I have so much respect for him but he can't let his anger yeah decide what his driver does right and so here you have a young race car driver that looks up to you you've won seven That's championships exactly right he's trying to make you he's trying to make you proud you can't say to that guy if you don't do something you and I are going to have a problem yeah. you need to let the driver handle yeah. that I listen I've been in that. I've had Buddy Parrott told me one day, you know, if you don't go to rec- Actually, he told me twice. He almost got my butt with once, Buddy Parrott, if you're watching. But, but you know, I get the emotion. I 100% get it. Yeah. But you got to let the driver yeah. handle it. And William needs to be his own guy, yeah. right? William needs to handle it the way. And I get Chad, right? I totally get the anger.
3: Yeah. I, I, listen, again, Chad is Hall of Fame, one of the greatest crew chiefs ever sell in the box, won a million races, won a million championships. But William Byron is not that driver yet. Jimmy Johnson is. Jimmy Johnson can take what Chad says, process it, and make his own decisions. William is not making his own decisions yet to some degree. He does when he's out there. But when you get in his head, he wants to make Rick proud. He wants to make yeah. Jimmy, or, or Chad proud. He wants to do what he can and be that team player. He's still establishing who he is. And I, I think you're right. He just took it all to heart.
1: And, guys, you got to understand the situation you're in. As much as the 24 doesn't want to understand those uh-huh. the 18's play off-bound.
3: Yeah, but but listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chime in here and say both of those cars needed to understand the situation they're in because the, the 18's trying to go down. for the regular okay, season. Well, so that, and they put themselves in position so, to race the 22 for 20. So let's position. just move on for yes. that in the race then okay. because All if right. you're going to
1: understand the position <laughs> you're <laughs> in, understand your I'm position. not sure <laughs> sending the 43 out of the carousel is the next best move, yeah. right? Because if the 18's trying to recover his day, so you see right here. This is the best shot we currently have of it, right? This is Bubba Wallace and Kyle Busch entering the carousel. You're going to see Bubba Wallace is maybe a touch high, the 18, trying to come back to the field. He's turning underneath him. The next shot, the 43, is backwards. We don't see the contact, so I can't tell you with 100% fact that Kyle Busch ran him over because I don't have the picture to show you. But Bubba Wallace says in his quote, he ran me over. Yeah. So I'm going to go from, from face value of what he said. He got run over. So then when they find each other on the front stretch right here, the 43. Like right here, I think the 18 should just stop. That last shot might have been too much. And Bubba Wallace said, look, I've had enough. And he sends him down to turn one and listen to the crowd. It goes
2: crazy. Yeah, I, I. So listen, this is <laughs> you can laugh. Speak a, to this yeah. one, Jay. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. yours. This is your. Yeah. All right. So listen, man. Like, like, Bubba had enough, and yeah, Kyle yeah. had enough. Yeah. But Bubba's in a position to make the last call. Yeah. Because you know why? He has nothing to lose. That's no, right, nothing. You talked to Bubba Wallace. Zero. He's already exceptionally frustrated. He yes. is already on his edge, right? Yes. And and you know, it, it's very easy. I, listen. I've done stupid stuff in a race car, you've done stupid stuff in a race car, I'm sure you've done stupid stuff oh, yeah. on a pit box, right? And and the emotion of the day yeah. can, come, can can overtake you, right? It can overtake you and, and, it, and it's some of the greatest moments in our sport is from the emotions overtaking yes. people, right? So I don't want to be so critical of people where, you know, they're, you know because they're out there with passion, yeah. they care, mm-hmm. it's emotion, right? But there, but there are times where you have to check yourself and see the bigger picture, yeah.
1: and and some of that didn't That's happen. Hard, on man. Well, so so to your point, I'm not unhappy or disappointed in any of them. No, um, not you at at all. All. I'm analyzing it. Yeah, from a competition yes. standpoint, yes. on what I thought they probably should have done to have a yeah. better day in slow motion in review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 in yeah. slow motion in review <laughs> with no no yeah. you know no, not no, the heat of the car and all that. The other side of this is, I applaud all of these drivers for being whoever they are. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not driving around on yeah. pins and needles afraid to say something. I will also add that if Watkins Glen has an opening in their marketing department and they need help promoting the next race, I'll take the spot yeah. because I think it's going to be pretty easy. <laughs> pretty easy. I mean, but I, I, I will say about William Byron
3: and, and, and on Bubba's behalf, you can't, and you came into this sport as a rookie, I came into this sport, you can't let those old guys run over you. No. You can't. You can, because once they put a fender to you, once they nudge you out of the way- They're like, yeah, Jeff's easy, man. I know what I gotta do when I get to him. They've gotta stand up for themselves. Does this gain them respect? No, but it makes that 18 think about it next time. I'm not sure I'm gonna do that to Bubba. I'm not sure I'm gonna do, you know, you think about it. You know, we talked about Chase Elliott still thinking about turn one and blowing it last year. You think about those moments. So it's, it's a different kind of respect. We talk about it as being respect on the racetrack. Bubba not, he felt like he was disrespected, so he's gonna show you how to respect him. And and it's a different kind of respect. It's
1: just a knowledge. It's a book on. And, but do you think it spills over? So I'm going to ask race car drivers. So so that was Kyle Busch. Yeah, Bubba Wallace, William Byron, Kyle Busch. My my point is, do you think everyone else in the field takes note of how it went down? You know, yes. do they gain credibility? Yes. Whoever is yeah. gaining credibility, in your opinion? Yeah.
2: So listen, here's what happens, right? They're all going home and they're all doing, <laughs> did you see those hey. two? Right. I <laughs> yeah. promise you the drivers are watching replays of what each other did. And when you do something to another driver, yeah. right, unprovoked or whatever, then, then if I'm watching you know, a driver do something to yeah. another driver, then immediately I'm like, well, he do that to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. He, okay, he that do that was my One name, right.
3: One name. Jimmy Spencer, you think anybody ever messed with Jimmy Spencer after he dotted Kurt Bush, Bush's eye? <laughs> no, nobody messed with Jimmy. Yeah, Sp- I'm just saying, you thought about yeah. it before you went went up against the guy. You thought about it with Earnhardt. You thought about it with a lot of those guys before you were going to put your going to put yourself in that position. You thought about well, let's see
1: what that guy's history is. Yeah, yeah. driver yeah. resumes are complicated yeah. to build. It's not just yeah. trophies, yeah. is what I'm yeah. learning. Right? It's it's oh, yeah. all these decisions. That's well, exactly, we race are, the same guys every week. Yeah, we're are exactly fortunate right.
2: to have a garage full of drivers yeah. that care, yeah. right? Love and love extremely competitive yeah. crew chiefs and everything else. And sometimes that emotion, they're not going to handle yeah. it right. But listen, that's competition, and we've all we've all made mistakes. They but it's for, out they of they f- the Fans deserve it, though. Yeah, the fans do. deserve hundred Give a hundred percent. That's right. 100%. Yes. Yep. That's right. So coming up next, uh, we're going to discuss the turning point of Sunday's race that led to Chase Elliott's second straight win at Watkins Glen. My name is uh, Nick O'Dell, I'm the front tire changer for the number nine Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet Camaro.
0: Today was an awesome day. Uh, It's all about execution here, making sure you've got the right strategy, the fast car, good pit stops, good calls on top of the box, and it's so nice to have a day where everything just goes your way. Do
2: we have the fastest car, it's questionable or not, but we executed flawlessly and that's what it took today. So, hats off to Chase, hats off to Alan, Mr. Hendrick, and everybody at Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, Thank you guys, this one's for you. All right, so Chase Hedley took on all the playoff points in Sunday's race. He has 14 playoff points. Uh, he does not have to worry about being in the playoffs, but guess what? There are many others that do. Clint Boyer, only 12 points above the cutoff line. Jimmy Johnson Ryan Newman are tied, and Daniel Suarez, mm-hmm. without a very good day, yep. actually made up points. That fascinates me when, when that happens. When a
3: guy has a terrible day and makes up points on the on. His position. That's Listen, It's we're, interesting.
1: We're not going to dig into it here, but <laughs> stage points. Don't forget those yeah, stage points, stage every, points week. Man. every week. You
2: know, every week I think, because in the past, we talk about these playoff points and talk about them, and then with three to go, it's kind of eh. That ain't happening this yeah. year. It's going all the way to the end. It's going all the way to the end. Yeah. No. So, well, big moments in Sunday, Big moment in Sunday's race. What, what did you guys see?
1: Well, so we talked about the restart where we saw Chase Elliott beat and bang with the 19. But I really think the opportunity to lose that race was a little bit earlier during the race. I go all the way back. And the turning point for me was it became very early or very obvious very early that you had a heavyweight battle, a toe-to-toe battle. This was the 19 versus the 9. While there are other cars that perhaps could win if they had issues, I didn't see another car that was going to pass these two cars. So now if you're a crew chief, you're racing one other guy. Yeah. Right. If I'm Cole Pern, I'm racing Alan Gustafson. If I'm Alan, I am racing Cole Pern. We have seen Cole do this with Rodney Childers out at Sonoma. snooker him a little bit. So here we are with 59 to go. Brad Kaslowski's on pit road. This is the final wave of green flag pit stops. The problem is three-tenths of a second. You can barely even call that a lead. You have to make a decision. When are you going to come to pit road? And then if you're the lead or the trail car, do you follow? Do you capitalize? And surprisingly enough, I thought the 19 would be the first guy. But no, the nine of Chase Elliott turns right. The 19 doesn't follow him, guys. The nine hits pit road first.
2: Nine on pit road hard. Got all he could on pit road. He He saw the smoke coming off the tires. Watch his stop. There's a ton of pressure right here. The nine pit crew guys know that if they don't have a good pit stop, they are going to give the lead up right here. Chase Elliott knows that coming on pit road. He's got to maximize pit road speed, have to do everything right. And this looked like a perfect Pit stop.
1: Stop looked great. So but now the next lap. KP, here comes Truex. And and Truex gets on pit real good. I, I thought that the nine car, and I'll go back to the nine car. I thought they did
3: perform flawlessly in the position with the pressure they had on. Here we see the 19 car who's been in position to win races over the last five or six weeks, unlike the nine car of Chase Elliott. But you see their pit stop right here. They get a little bit slow on this right front, and when you see them leave pit road, it almost transfers to right there
1: well you talk about it so leaving pit road i know this is still with 30 some odd laps to go in the race but if the 19 beats the nine out this race perhaps is X's to lose and this is the margin this is the blend this is the moment in my mind where the turning point perhaps didn't happen where the nine had the chance to lose the race allen with a big call to bring this guy onto the pit road and then just, you know, we only show you the on and off pair road, not to mention your outlap yeah. and traffic and so many other things. In my mind, the restart was big, but we've showed that before. Yeah. This was the turning point that perhaps didn't happen. It almost sealed the victory for the ninth. The, the door was open there.
3: The door yeah, was not open. Not wide, but it not was wide. open. But the door had a crack it. But, but Dale Jarrett and I talked about it while we were watching the race, too. Is I, I, I would have liked to have seen Cole. Hit the same time yeah. and put the pressure on that nine crew. That nine crew who had not been in a position to win races, who had not pitted and had to come out with the lead, who had not had to have those killer pit stops, those championship winning race quality pit stops, where the, where the 19 has them every week. Right. You know what I mean? But the nine didn't. To put that pressure on but you didn't have that opportunity.
2: I wonder if Cole thought they were faster and in clean air, yeah, they could run right a little right. quicker time that's for that's one right. lap. Great right? Make make that Three-tenths behind, up. so right. do the math, right? Yeah. If you can match right. everything on yeah, pit right. road, you
1: can run a three-tenths faster yeah. lap time, you're
2: the leader. All right, so coming up next, Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Blaney. We did not forget about you two. We discussed everybody <laughs> else at our occasions, but when we come back, we're going to talk about seven-time champion Ryan Blaney, plus we're going to revisit Saturday's Xfinity race. I've never been so far from home, it felt like I was at my house, so thank you. Y'all are awesome. I would have never thought a, a New York race would have felt like home, but um, you guys did that, so thank you. Racing at home in New York, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, a Grass grassroots tour, it's in full swing uh, for you guys to take part. It's so easy. Just go to your local track, share your story by using hashtag MyTrackMyRoots. Over 500 local tracks have joined NBC and NASCAR in this initiative. It's so much so easy to do, and it's awesome. I mean, see so many cool battles. Uh, Keith Rocco won Sunday's modified feature at
1: Thompson Speedway in Connecticut. That was a really good race. Oh, man, I've been at Thompson. Great racing at Thompson. I've been at Spud Speedway at Caribou, Maine. Check it on the map. You can't get any farther north. Look at that. Three big smiles and three big checks. I bet you have been at
3: Caribou, yes. Maine. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, Caribou Coffee, Caribou, Maine. You've been there. Hickey Motor Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ryan Repco. Mm-hmm. And but boy, just as important, the King of Ween Tips. Dave Marcus standing there in victory lane with him. That's What's cool. What's the
2: story with the helmet? Why does Dave have a helmet? I have, I have helmet no idea on? why
3: Dave has that. Maybe but, he left his Goodyear hat at home. Cause the other kids got his. Or Bryant Ryan's got his Goodyear oh, hat. Oh, they switched. They, yeah, they switched, they switched hats. Switched. I, I see it you, now. Mark. I got it. I got it.
2: Dave Marcus is on the junior down junior download tomorrow. Dave Marcus, a legend in the sport. Uh, you know Dave Marcus much better than than the rest of us do. But Dave was awesome. He's awesome. awesome man used to do all, almost all
3: of testing for RCR. Because Earnhardt wouldn't go test at Dayton and Talladega, yeah. but they throw so Marcus in Marcus run a thousand laps.
2: And Aaron Galmarolo on Motor Mouse on Wednesday, so.
3: Be nice. I'll be nice. I promise. I'll be nice. Listen, after everything that went on with Jimmy and Ryan and Bubba and Kyle and Kyle and Kyle and Kyle, Kyle, I'll be nice to Eric. You
1: should just start with Eric and be like, I know we didn't catch you, but who'd you hit? Yeah, I know you you hit somebody. Everybody hit hit, hit somebody. What happened,
2: man? What happened? (laughs) Okay, I promised that we were going to talk about Jimmy and Ryan. So when we come back, we're going to do that. We'll get reaction from both drivers.
0: I'm fighting for my life, everybody knows. They see the headlines and all the mess in the media. I'm just uh, fighting for my life and my ride this is all I live for, so I hope I can stay with this team. I love these people, they're so good. Wheels, pit are pick our guys, they're just lucky to be able to work with them. I hope it's for a long time. Came home close to where I figured we could probably run. I don't think we were capable
2: of of racing with a nine and the nineteen. They were really fast and pretty far out there, but uh, you know, good for us. We we've been good at walk-ins in the past few years, and it's nice to uh, to get a good day after yesterday's
0: mishap, we uh, we definitely could have got some more stage points had we started up front. But still, um, you know, a real solid day for us. We were the next next best. The twenty was really good there at the end, but we um, just uh, just the next best. We just didn't have the car that was able to go out there and compete with those guys. Um, I could hang with them for a little bit, but in the long run, it seemed like that's where we struggled the most. Chase was perfect; never made a mistake. So uh, I think the car was really really good, and uh, he did uh, everything he had to do to beat them. I just kind of sat back and was a race fan for the last <laughs> swing laps. Ryan Blaney got a little nose
1: under Jimmy going into the carousel. Little contact was made, Jimmy stood in the throttle
0: hoping to stop the car from hitting the tire barrier was unsuccessful. I'm smoking. i got to come to you. I noticed it in hard. Yeah, he just drove through me in, in the carousel over there. I was trying to hear what he had to say, but his lips are quivering so bad, and he can't even speak. I guess he's nervous or scared or both. I don't know what the hell the problem is. But he just drove through me. Um, spun us out, and clearly that has big implications on what we're trying to do for the playoffs right now. So. Uh, clearly not happy with with his actions there. First thing first, I didn't mean to spin him out. I mean that's not how I race. I didn't mean to do it. You no, know, definitely unintentional. As I understand he's ticked off, and I can't blame him for being ticked off. But uh, not that not what I wanted to happen. I didn't run through him. I mean I thought I was there. He thought he was clear. Just kind of one of those deals. <laughs>
2: My
3: lips are
0: quivering. I can't talk. <laughs>
2: Listen, I'm a, I I am I I like I am a fan of both of these drivers. That's a great line. <laughs> that, is a great <laughs> line. that is a great line. That is I mean, a great line. I, how, how many times have you guys
1: seen Jimmy Johnson? I mean, no. Listen. Well, I think so I think there's two discussions here. The incident is a discussion yeah. and the reaction to the incident sure. is a discussion because so the incident, you know, it's in that tough part. Listen, the the bus stop into the carousel is is a chaotic You know, chaotic connection of corners that you try to make and not hit one another. And when you come out of the the bus stop, the higher you come up to the carousel, the better you get pointed. And if you come up, the guy behind you wants that spot. You heard Blaney say, "I didn't mean to wreck him. I was there." Jimmy Johnson, very matter of fact, said he ran me ran me over. Yeah. Um, That's up for discussion. But the fact that Jimmy Johnson was that upset. Yes. I think that says a lot about really what the what the pressure is like inside the forty eight camp. Uh, and I'm not blaming them at all. No, um, but I think the pressure is real for Jimmy to be that disappointed and yeah. that upset. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. You, you,
3: that's that's textbook. One driver says I got run through. The other driver says I didn't mean to, I didn't do it on purpose. I mean that's textbook right, right there. But Jimmy's reaction is not Jimmy Johnson textbook reaction. That's mm-hmm. not what we expect from here. So, I, I, I agree. I think that says a lot about what's going on inside Jimmy Johnson's helmet as much as inside Jimmy Johnson's camp. Um, that's the pressure he's putting on himself to go out and make something happen. And he understands to get to the playoffs, to be that every year, every year in the playoffs, contending or have a shot at it, um, that's slipping away. And, and, and I think he feels that with three or four races
1: left. So, I think we have to go back to last week. There was a change on top of the pit box, mm-hmm, Kevin yeah. Mendering was swapped. Cliff Daniels comes in, first ever time on top of the pit box. I've been in this position. Jeff Gordon missed the playoffs in 2005. I got the opportunity to come be his crew chief. We went up to New Hampshire. I blinked. We ran 14th. I can't tell you how many times we pitted. (laughs) I have no idea. It was a blur. I thought Cliff Daniels handed himself great all weekend long with the media, with Jimmy on the radio. But there was a call that I didn't like. At the end of stage two, Jimmy Johnson had scored stage points. He was up in there, and he takes a hard right-hand corner, You turn right here, and comes to pit road and the issue and, is and look who came with it. Thank you. The issue is and he's on an island. Yeah. Um listen, you cannot give up track position in these races. The the battle for the win came down to track position of one yeah. car over another. Jimmy Johnson, Cliff Daniels had I'm not going to call it a perfect, but they had executed a dang solid race. They were in a good spot. You you cannot come from position 10 and restart back into mid 20s now I understand Cliff's he gave us a good quote after the race he said hey I was planning on coming to get gas only I get all that but in my mind this is how Jimmy Johnson gets spun in the carousel Yeah, he doesn't get spun from 10th he goes from 10th to the mid 20s puts tires on Jeff you said it then they do this gas only plan gain a little bit more track position but now they're even to where they were on older tires I'm not saying tires matter that much that allowed Ryan Blaney to put the pressure on them Jimmy Johnson's trying to protect my point in all of this is the best way to score points is be offensive, yeah. not defensive. And I thought he put his driver in a defensive position. There, there, there's, there's, there's an opportunity.
2: I, I know Cliff Daniels thought more cars are coming with them. Yeah. Here's the problem. It's the same as stage points. When you can see them, you get them. That's right. If you he, try, if you don't exactly, get them right now, you might quote. not ever, ever get them again. Yeah. And you you can you can take a chance and say, well, I'm gonna do this now so I can get them later. But if you're in position to get them now, get yeah. them. Yeah. And and it's the same with the finish of the red. It, I I. I it's it. Listen, it's, all those other again, guys said that's one car. I don't have to
1: pass. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're in slow
2: motion replay, right? Yeah. It's easier for us, but but yeah, I I thought that that was a.
1: Right, and let me be clear that that is not a big mistake. Like I'm I'm just pointing no, 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 that's, out that's why it, I feel yeah. he was in that position. That's a turning point That's a turning point. That's a turning point. And if and if anyone has an issue, then Cliff shouldn't be the guy. He's a brand new crew chief. Yeah. That is not even a fumble. That's like that's like maybe. Not the best play call, right? Yeah. It was not even that big a deal. My point, though, is I feel that that was their turning point turn for the 48 for car. So real quick, we, we've
2: got some guys that, that were, were kind of within the field, winners and losers. Daniel Suarez, uh, mm. he did not have a good day, but because other people had problems, he actually came out and gained some points. So I'd say Daniel Suarez actually, on a bad
1: day, was a winner. Was a winner. Right.
3: Uh, I give uh, him a little bit of a uh, W there. Another right?
1: guy yeah. in the field, Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Yeah, There's my opposite. You see right here Daniel Suarez, points from the cut line. He needed a good day. Was 31. He bumped it back up to 23. You mentioned Harvick. There's the flip of Jimmy Johnson. Harvick's car yeah. wasn't any good. No. They got up front, and they just stayed there. Yeah, and and, and I saw a tweet
3: from Rodney who said they, they had a car that shouldn't have even been there, and they run in the top five or six with yeah. it. Yeah. And that's a great day for a team. That's a championship performance. That's a championship caliber calls to put themselves there. They knew they weren't outrunning anybody. They just had to put themselves in position where nobody could pass them.
2: My conversation with Carvick on Sunday morning was we are horrible. Yeah. Like, mm. this is the I think this is the worst I've ever been. And
3: when you're horrible and he makes a statement like that and you come away <laughs> sixth, that's a big That's a day. good day. That's a huge win.
2: Eric Jones. I, Eric yeah. Jones has continued to impress. I mean, that win's got to be right around the corner, right? He keeps knocking these seconds, thirds, for. I mean, he just keeps being in the top five and you put yourself in position long
1: enough, it's going to happen. I love when athletes make a statement. A lot of conversations about the business of racing, what that effect is going to have on Eric Jones. Will he stay in this 20 car? Will he not? And I'm telling you, bravo, Eric Jones, because you're making the decision way tougher for whoever's trying to decide who drives that 20 car. That's exactly And what I love about Eric Jones is at this young age, all
3: the chatter that's going on is not inside that head. Not inside that helmet when he straps it on. Man. And, and if what, would it? what would a wind yeah. do? What would a wind do, Virg Johnson? And if it oh was,
2: if it was in his head, he's proven to him that he can overcome. It. That he overcomes. Hey, that's that. that's exactly right. Yeah. So point. you never know what you're Great thinking, point. but right, he's able to yeah. perform. Uh, Matty D, Matty Benedetto, <laughs> once again on the road course, right? Like this, like Matty Matt D, he should be. You talk about a marketing manager. Matty D should be a marketing manager. For him to get out of the car after a good finish earlier a week ago say nobody can do better than me then how much i love this team look what i can do i mean matty d is making his own case
1: for him good for him i'm gonna tell you right now matty d had better be making some guys in the motorhome lot nervous yeah because there's conversation that he may not be here i mean he says it every time i might not be the guy here well i can give you a list of drivers the matty d is outperforming in less funded equipment he will be somewhere next year for sure i'll be shocked if he's not Uh, So coming up,
2: we're going to recognize a pair of drivers who had milestone victories over the weekend and one driver who was a winner thanks to his paint scheme.
0: Man, a long time coming. You did it! Congratulations! Yes! This is awesome! Oh man, I got so many people to thank. To be here, I, first of all, I shouldn't pick up 200 pound plus men. That's heavy.
2: He was being kind. So I met Austin <laughs> I met Sendrick, uh, became the youngest Xfinity driver uh, to win on a road course. And then on Sunday, he went in the Grand Sands and actually spotted from one of the Penske teams. So that's awesome to see Austin Cindric out there. And then some other guys, let do some shout outs.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, let's stay on Saturday and talk about the Xfinity race. Right here, Ross Chastain. Hooks the seven of Justin Allgaier. Justin Allgaier, level-tempered normally, not at Watkins Glen. Something about Watkins Glen has got all these guys right here. He comes back and he gets the four, sends him in the barrier, and actually recovers to finish third in the race. So a big day for the seven. Not only stood up for himself, but had a good day. And that, John Force. John Forrest is yes. a
2: legend in the sport, still going strong. Got his 150th NHRA victory at Northwest Nationals in Washington. That's crazy. John Forrest is the man. 150 wins. Look at him. Still going strong. I need his energy. He's like the old oh, version God. of Clint
3: Boyer. Yes, he is. That's right. He is. That's He's good. the original Clint Boyer. That's, That's exactly it. right. That's, That's incredible, man. Congratulations, John Forrest. That's so cool. So mine is Cory LaJoy. Oh, it's oh, great, heck. great choice. It the, the biggest winner, Samaritan's Feet, $115,000 uh, that they raised. Didn't have the best day on the racetrack, but you know what? That pales in comparison to what Samaritan's Feet will do with that $115,000. And it's all because of Randy LaJoy and the platform that he had and how he used it to help other people. That's really uh, incredibly cool. Let's yeah, see right. all the drivers out there yeah. supporting Corey. So cool. Uh,
1: and so many people come out support her, and raise money. He wrote... All the people who donated his name on the car in Sharpie. And that's a left That's cool. So you gotta yeah, keep your he arm, arm up he to not it. smudge it over. It was uh, it. it was well done. Yeah, and well then
2: done. on Sunday he walked around with no shoes on. Yeah. I, I, I didn't see him, but I was told I, he was I, walking I around with no shoes on. on. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. What a great, what a great platform. Great job he gave up he gave up a month's salary, I think, yeah, to crazy. make this happen. I mean great job for Corey LeJoy. Yeah, how about
1: the one other one how about just the Glenn in general? So great racetracks need great race fans, and we have a combination of that in upstate New York. It's great. Thank you guys for joining
2: us. We appreciate you watching. We have a great time doing it. I hope you have a great time watching it. Uh, That's going to do it for us here in Charlotte. Everybody have a great night.